That was a highly recommended. That is considered one of the finest espressos in the Wait world. A minute, what sir. is going on here? There is no way that girl is in my mind. <laughs> the hell was that? My intro was that. What's going on here? I don't know what's going on at all anymore. Anywhere. All I know is it's episode 200, uh, 300, 232, 232, 323, 323. My numbers are all mixed up. But we're back, baby. It's Wednesday, the 23rd. Wow, it's episode 323 on 223, 222023, 233, 233, 233, 233, 233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233233
the chair, the chair came with a, a little flyer that said, put the sticker on this and stick it into your, into your mail, mail hole. And after I took it out of my butt and I figured out it goes into the mailbox, I, uh, I sent it either way. This went back and forth. They were like, what are you talking about? We don't know what you're talking about. It's like, wait, what do we need? What do you, you send out a flyer that says, put the sticker on for the warranty. You do, you do this. This is, this is a practice you do. And they, they were like, uh, we don't know what you're talking about. This, this lady on, on this, this email thread, I, I read it with one of the scientists. Uh, she just kept saying she, she, she's playing stupid. So the scientist found a picture on the internet of, of the warranty card. Like, hey, this is the, look at the, this is what the card looked like. Look at how you read the words here. It says to put the, the fucking sticker on this shit and send it in. And she's like, oh, okay, no, uh, no problem. She was like, no problem. We're going to start this return now. And then she emails me back and she says that she's completely retarded because she thought that the uh, the picture that I was sending in as a reference to let her know what it was, she thought that was my sticker. She thought that was my card. I was, I was like, lady, lady I, you didn't know what I was talking about. So I sent you a picture of what I was talking about. I, I, did, I don't have this card. I, Herman Miller, I'm getting mad at you. Here is my order number and all this other shit. If I okay, okay, what we we okay, fine. Send us a picture of the chair, and we'll send you a box to return it. We'll, we'll fix it all. Okay, sure, sure, okay. Took a picture of the chair. Send a box to me. I schedule a pickup time for FedEx. They're coming like the next day or some shit. Pick fucking shit. So um, I open the box to put the chair into it. I mean, the scientist. I don't do that shit. Uh. They sent the wrong size box. They sent me a box that was too small. This chair is way bigger than than the box. But I had no time for this, so I just stuffed that shit in there, and the box was all fucked up looking and shit. Slapped that shit in. Herman Miller, man. Buying expensive chairs, not fucking worth it. You get a chair that feels nice, that's in a price range that you feel a little bit more comfortable with. Twitch censors the word fag? Then how do the British people smoke on Twitch? Craigslist chair. But then with Craigslist chairs, you always get the you get the STDs with that. Uh yeah, so that's the big news. I'm currently in like a like a camping chair. There's a I'm in a Coleman's. I'm in a Coleman's camping chair. It's pretty comfortable with a pillow. If I fell, if I fall asleep during the the, the podcast, and you know why. Um, it's, a, it's a chair with like a like a lifetime warranty on it. They they better be uh, maybe even just ten years or something. I I don't know how long the fuck warranty is, but. Either way, not worth it. Chair is uh, it's comfortable, but so is this fucking twenty dollar camping chair. Uh, Dan, what's the show about tonight? Things falling apart.
Well, you know, it's the unraveling, people. The unraveling is in full force currently. That's shown by the antics of fucking Herman Miller. Okay, let's, uh, you better like these ears here. The old cavernous. Even earwax in there. Okay, let's um let's go on to the first song of the evening. Uh, let's listen to "Falling" by Dying Seal Six Six Six. We have a phone line. Uh, you could call me and tell me what's falling apart in your life. And maybe we could try to help you get it together, man. 917-719-5923. Uh-uh. You can't tell me. But twelve 
LBs. For sale. Go crazy. Oh, baby. Uh, hello, caller. Caller? That, that had a slow start, but the ending was quite nice. I was, uh, I think I knew who that is. That was, a uh, Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak? Yeah, Pat Sajak from... found out that, uh, I have a little thing for him and... I know he plays the harmonica, so I think that might have been him. Does Banana White know about that? Banana White. Banana White. Uh, I don't. I hope not. You ever see pictures of uh, Vanna White shooting a M4? No. Uh, yeah. 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 Is that? Uh, I don't know. There's something. Erotic about that? Uh, yeah, especially she's shooting the, the the words on the board and she's changing the letters around with the gun. <laughs> she was cool. Uh, caller, do you have have you noticed things falling apart around uh, around your neck of the woods? Uh, here and there. Is there is there any is there anything you would like to share with the uh? podcast audience as far as uh like you can say maybe you lost a credit card or something and you have you have to remember the numbers and you, you could repeat the numbers here on the show for all of us to hear but any, anything more really or less. loudly hold on let me um <clears throat> oh wait i don't have the credit card any, anything not going right uh, yeah, well, everything, constantly. Can can you tell us about one of these things? Uh, uh, server failure. Was it a was it a Windows server or? Mm, it's a it's a D it's the it's the primary DC. <laughs> And uh, I hope there's a backup. The oh, there is a, a mirror, uh, and all the services except for one are transferred. And I'm waiting for that to finish. It's and, probably the uh, print server, right? What's that? The print server. 
No, it, uh, the problem is it's got like a bunch of different services. It had so many services on it that were, it wasn't really doing anything than other than hosting uh, a bunch of different like uh, licensing uh, resources. Just run hacks. Software that we have. Well, break some of those uh, exe files. Crack them open. Uh, run, run those guys. Skip the license. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> At least everything's like mirrored over to the other one, and uh, I'm just waiting for the last one to finish. And because I've had issues for uh, since since Monday with it. So your opinion of things falling apart is having a job. Uh, yeah, but it's, uh, if that bad thing didn't happen, you wouldn't get paid. You you wouldn't be needed. No, I get paid regardless. When things fail, there's when I earn my pay, I guess. Well, yeah. Otherwise you're just, you're just not earning your pay. You're just getting paid for doing nothing. So the server failing, (laughs) you get to, you get to flex your, your, uh, pecs and show them why you're worth that money. Yeah. Like, guys, you just lost everything, and I helped you get it back. Pay me. <laughs> that always works uh, extremely well. Give me 20 <laughs> Bitcoin, or I won't turn it back on. So okay, that's, I guess that's uh, that's bad luck. You know, server crash is not uh, ever a good thing. Usually, luckily, if there's well, a reboot involved and you're good to go, that's always nice. But I guess sometimes it doesn't come back from that. You know, it's the only it's one of the only servers that is not VM'd on the network, even though it has a mirror. So oh, so you had to go to the office too? At, oh no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and that does know, suck. So, what are you gonna do? Oh, this chair is so comfortable now, man. I should have just had this twenty dollars camping chair instead of a. Yeah, what I? You know what? I'm surprised. Why, uh, Herman? I have two. I have two Herman Millers. Do you ever have to return one for damage? Uh, n- no, but I. Uh, it's a good chair. I used one broke on on me, and I wrote that up to. Uh, it being like, I don't know, like 18 years old. So that's what I'm sitting in right now. A broken 18-year-old chair? No, no, I had it repaired because you can buy the parts for them are like they're... Oh, yeah, Because, like, I mean, when you watch like TV and everything, those chairs are like friggin' everywhere on TV and movies and everywhere. What what uh, what broke on the chair? Was it the armrest? Uh, no, the, the seat bed. Oh wow, wow! Oh, wow! It was uh, the like fitting inside the seat pad came loose, and then I didn't realize it and didn't tighten it up, and then it pulled the the little like threaded insert into the. I guess it's a plastic. Uh, I don't know, fall, uh, formed around a like metal threaded insert and then once it inserts broken from the plastic nothing can fix it not even god you gotta get it gotta get a whole new seat bed but uh 
It wasn't too bad. The place I bought it from uh, used gave me a good price. I got the new seatbelt on it. So. Cheaper than buying a new one. Yeah, but it's it was used. You don't know who was on that before you. And if you're a if you're a germaphobe, <laughs> but um, either way, it's um, part of the I was, part of the mystery. Oh, that's true. You have to sniff it and stuff. You're like, who sat on this chair? <laughs> oh, it's Italian. Um, it's like a game of Clue, but it's your chair. <laughs> guess, guess who with the smells? That'd be a cool game. Guess what? Professor Prissy Pants did it here with <laughs> well, the aromas. There should be a, an aroma game. Uh, there, I was thinking about chairs the other night because of this whole chair shit, and I was thinking about like. How to develop a, a new new type of chair, and and I came up with a, a thought about how uh, like a comfortable chair for for me to sit in would be uh, something kind of that would resemble like a nutsack, kind of like a, a bucket chair, but but it goes like above your head, so it's kind of like you're sitting in like a teardrop thing that's kind of like Wait. a sack. I think so that, from like behind the back over your head? Or? Oh, yeah. I think it should go up to like a point above my head and then the tension would be like against my head and my back and I'd have to sit forward. But then my ass would be inside of like a sack. So I'd be like hanging in like a sack and it, it'd be like – It would be kind of like – in a sack. Yeah, it would be like in a big old like a balloon with like the front part cut out so you could sit inside of it and your feet would come out. But the, the pressure would still be pushing against the back of your head. So pressure against the ass and the head well, yeah, is what you're saying? So right now I don't have – my head just going all over the goddamn place. You know, there's no nothing back there. But if my head was like – if I was pushed forward by by something like a point, in, like a – I don't know. It wouldn't affect the ears at all? I hope not. That's all we can hope for, always. My tail's over. Why you would? Why would you see my tail in the? Never mind. This is a podcast. It's not a. Do you do you want to know another thing that's falling apart in my life? I was sure, I was so nervous about this can, chair you thing. Can, you can, and you can tell your problems to me. And I, I was I was biting on my I was biting on my. my what are they called? Cuticles or hangnails? What, what is that like piece of skin that comes off the side? Oh, of yeah. Oh, yeah. Hangnail, cuticle, either or. I was, why do they get so many different names? And they're so different. E- either way, I was, I was chewing on those. Well, the back, it, oh, the yeah? back of the nail is the back of the nail is the cuticle. Oh. But the hangnails are on one of them. Why are they called hangnails? It's skin, though. It shouldn't be called hang skin or something. Yeah. It's not a great time of year to have... Uh, because the temperature keeps fluctuating, it's not really good for skin. The temperature's going crazy. You need crazy, moisturize. Right? It's snowing, it's 60, it's snowing, it's 70, it's snowing, it's it's all over the place. Yeah. So, I was... Do you have, do you have a thing called circle balm or lavender blossoms balm? I have no idea what that is. Oh, put it on oh. your hands at night and go to bed. I thought you were know. trying to. <laughs> I thought you were like naming a <laughs> disease. I was like, "What is a lavender blossom bomb?" Uh, oh, lavender blossoms bomb. I have like 
a gallon of it. I swim in it every yeah, night. Yeah, put it on your hands at night before you go to bed. But either way, chewing on my it's chewing on my hangnails, right? It's so fucking tasty. I think I'm a cannibal. It's like how my fingers taste. Uh, and but you know when you you chew and you bite your hangnail, but you 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 know when you you mess up and you pull the skin too far, and oh yeah, when it starts bleeding, and then you're like, I ripped yeah, the skin yeah, oh, from my yeah. finger all the way down to my my asshole to my taint. It it was a long <laughs> it was a long piece. That was yeah. There's there's probably a period there where you probably should have stopped, but uh, no, nah, you got to keep going now. So. Cause, you still want to eat that piece of skin. You don't want to lose it. Oh, yeah. I mean, do, do you, is that one of those ones you curl up and then spit her out? Yeah. And then you then you suck it back up off the wall. <laughs> On somebody's, like, car next to you or something, at least. That's the weird thing about having a car, especially in, like, New York City. Cause people who just touch it or do whatever they want to, it's like, it's like in the public... People are jerks. Do people drive in New York still? Or yeah, I think they do. There's some cars, some cars, some places. Okay. I don't know. This world's become so. Uh, what's the proper word? Myopic? Is that what I want to say? Myopic. What are you? What are you trying to say? It's hard to see and tell what's going on in different areas. It seems like you can't you can't trust anything anymore. You don't know what's uh, what's going on anywhere because it's just somebody's story. Even even if you see something and you don't agree with it, the thing that you think that you agree with is probably not right either. Well, very much. It's all just like our local uh, your opinion, man. You know, local coverage of everything it seems very slanted uh, and opinionated. So. But that's just like your opinion. Your opinion. It's like your opinion, man. Your opinion slanted and opinionated. So maybe, maybe you're wrong, but maybe you're right. <laughs> Can you put a hundred percent, a hundred percent faith into any any of your beliefs? Uh, I think so, at least a little bit. Like the Earth is round. Is that like? Is that what you're gonna say? Uh... Playful, my Soviet lovers.
that song is fun. Uh, all the music you can find on SoundCloud slash Nick the Rat slash Likes. I think they're all there. Do it, do it for the music. Uh, hello, hello, caller? Hello, Nick the Rat. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. Really? How are you tonight? I'm not doing well at all. The shit's falling apart. Uh, and I think that it's... Uh, uh, I think it's... I think World War III's coming. Bro, what are you talking about? We already been through World War Three. This is four, son. It is. Just earlier today, my my little weed vape box. I bought this this new stem for it because that broke. But that now 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 part of the glass inside of this crazy box that might be a bomb broke. The world. This is like World War Four Twenty. <laughs> uh, welcome to World War Four Point Two O. That's a... This is your host, Nick the Rat. <laughs> For all of the hottest apocalypse. That is the, that's what you, you know, who doesn't like a hot apocalypse? Hot apocalypse. That's what, that's what you call, call a, uh, a person with very sexy lips. That was mm. apocalypse. She had apocalypse. Destroyed my crotch. Man, she had them red, red apocalypse that would just go on for days. I just uh, I just watched a movie. Actually, I just finished the movie. Red Rocket. You like horror movies, Nick the Rat? Oh, yeah, I love horror movies. <laughs> Red Rocket. Mm, I just watched the 2022 Netflix remake or version, uh, a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Was it was it better or worse than the last Halloween one that came out? <laughs> I did not see Halloween Kills. Uh, it was that was that was rough. They definitely tried to capture some of that um, that hype train, I guess, from Jamie Lee Curtis coming back for that second to last newest Halloween movie. All she did they, in the last uh, Halloween movie, she got injected in the ass with adrenaline. That's that was like the only cool thing she did. She she got a needle stuck in her ass and she like punched a doctor, and that was that's all she did. It's like what? What's going on, I only do that Jamie? And then why? <laughs> but yeah, I heard the the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's uh, it's probably better than the last Halloween movie. I'll say that. Um, it was uh, it was written. The screenplay was written by the guy that did the uh, that that um, that last Evil Dead remake. I heard that was good. I didn't see it, but I heard that was pretty good. Man, okay. I love the Evil Dead series, hands down, like top three films of all time. Easy. I loved the Evil Dead remake. I thought it was awesome because they uh, they added this element of the uh, main character, Maya, I think is her name. Um, they take her to the cabin to detox from an opioid addiction. So like while, the, you know, all of her friends and family think that she's going through these like super hardcore withdrawals. You know, she's actually getting possessed at the time and it's adds a, well, an interesting element to the movie. And like, I mean the, just the, uh, the special effects, the gore, I thought it was all really well done. Yeah, but it doesn't have, it doesn't have Bruce Campbell though. But you know, no, it doesn't, <laughs> but honestly, it's still good. I'm, yeah. I gotta watch I'm that. Gl- 
honestly, I would recommend check it out uh, for next week so you can give an official Nick the Rat uh, opinion piece on it. Oh. I would appreciate that. But, oh. um, yeah, I can do that. The uh, yeah, I mean, the Evil Dead remake. I mean, like, and they they do little little stuff. They have the uh, the Deadites cussing a lot, which I think is really funny uh, because I am nine years old and to me cussing is hilarious especially when it's some possessed dead person <laughs> it's pretty funny but um you know the uh this recent texas chainsaw massacre it was written by the same guy that did that directed the last people dead uh movie and i had a really good time i very much enjoyed this texas chainsaw massacre I've 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 only seen the first one, and I like the first one. It had a very disturbing feeling to it. Yes, yeah, I'm same boat. I've only seen the first one. I never did the next generation or whatever the fuck it was called with Renee Zellweger. And um, might be good. No, a fun, might be a fun ride. Uh, it actually. It, so getting back to what you were bringing up about Jamie Lee Curtis, that's what they do for this version of the uh, of the Massacre series. They bring back the uh, oh, what the fuck was her name, Sally? Yeah, from the first movie. <laughs> that's... She returns and same deal. You know, she's turned into the super hard and badass, like out for vengeance. Does she does she get of, a needle uh, in the ass and and punch somebody that doesn't matter? You want me to spoil it for you? No, I don't spoil it. Well, it's 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 kind of silly what they do with that, but you know, it's it's, it's whatever. It's it's a tie back. It's call back to the old movies. It's 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 fun. It gives the actress. It's the same actress too, right? It gives a little. Uh, actually, the uh, the original actress I was looking it up. She passed away in 2014. They could so have strung her up by like uh, Weekend at Bernie's. Now that's that's when a movie yeah, is going to be crazy. It. Instead of doing like a 3D digital remake of like a, a dead actor, they just puppetry. Oh man, that's hard. Poor, poor yeah. Carrie Fisher. <laughs> I uh, I take I take that back. You don't disrespect the dead people. <laughs> but cool. uh, no, it's it's this this remake is hilarious because it's a bunch of uh, gentrifying. Uh, social media influencers that encroach in, on Leatherface's territory and hilarity ensues. That's all I want to say. That's the rest I want to say about it. I, doesn't he kill like all of them on the bus though? And mm-hmm. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I like horror movies. Horror movies yeah. are fun. When I was growing up, I was scared of them. I remember seeing a little bit of a Chucky Child's Play, and 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 there was like a mm-hmm. scene with some eye getting stuck in some dude's eye, and I was just like, you know, maybe I don't, maybe I don't want to watch this. And, uh, you know, I was, I was a little, I was a little, I was a little baby bitch rat, you know. But then I, I grew, uh, I sprouted, yeah. I sprouted my wings, and I was like, oh, this shit's awesome. You got them, you earned those red wings, and then you became a tree rat. <laughs> I forget which was like the first horror movie that that I watched that that drew me in. That I was like, "Wow, this is some of that good shit." Uh, Honestly, I think mine it had to been like Army of Darkness or Evil Dead Two or Beetlejuice, some combination of those. That's three. true. That's true. I think I think it was a. Uh, I think I was watching. Uh, oh, you know which one? I uh, was it Dark Dark Shadows. I was watching that series like twenty years ago, and I was and then oh, I was yeah. like, okay. I'm kind of I'm kind of digging like 
some crazy vampire shit. It's not really hard. I guess it's hard. I don't know. That's, I was just trying to think of my, my first thing. You know, there was a um, there was another vampire uh, soap opera sort of thingy, and Wishmaster. I know I know that it's not the movie Wishmaster, but I it's like it's the only thing I can fucking think of when it comes to a name. But the oh, I dream of fairly Jenny? popular. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that one. It was horrific. <laughs> fucking imagine having some crazy lady that could see every like and do whatever she wants. I'd be scared for my life. I'd be dead in a week if I if I if I dreamt of genie I'd be dead. I was more of a bewitched guy. Oh, with the nose twitching, or was that I? I mm-hmm. Who who did? Yeah, was... I think Dream of Genie was the uh, was the up and down head. Oh, yeah, she was like bewitched. It was the bonk. yeah. They should have a fight. She should bewitched like throw her head at the nose. What? What would you? What? What's that? What? Uh, Who? What? 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 Say what again? I dare you! I double dog dare you, motherfucker! What? <laughs> what in the country I ever heard of? <laughs> is there? Is there color? Is there anything falling apart in your life? Not at the moment. Uh, I'm getting ready to enter uh, a new production. Ooh! So that'll be interesting. Um, but no, I mean, at the moment, it, there was a really busy spell there for a little bit. You know, a lot of, a lot of balls that I was juggling. Know what I mean? Well, I mean, but you are now, a porn actor, right? Well, now, have, have you like anything bad happened? Like run out of condiments or something, or anything like that? I, I ran out of crystal hot of- sauce for a while. It was really upsetting me, and I didn't know if I was ever going to come back from it. But. Mm. And then I ordered more hot sauce. I, I ordered this crystal hot sauce off of Amazon, and the hot sauce they sent it was it was dark. Usually, the crystal hot sauce is very red and vibrant. But the hot sauce they sent it was a, like a brownish color. I think I think there was a leak. Uh, some oxygen must have touched my hot sauce. I know you're not going to like this, but I'm not I'm not a hot sauce guy. I, I'm I, you got to hear it from me first. I'm sorry. Well, uh, let's thank some people for uh, helping this show uh, exist. Uh, people that don't like hot sauce, they don't exist. So that I really, uh, You could donate to uh, – maybe we should do donations after uh, a song. Or, no, let's just thank people now. Let's thank them now. Let's, Diane, turn the phone line off for a second we, so we don't get disturbed here. Thank you. Okay, let's – we have a P.O. box. Um Hold on a second. I'm trying to find. Got some mail over here. Uh, P.O. Box 90549, Brooklyn, New York, 11209. Uh, oh, pardon me. Let's open this here envelope. I just want to bite this skin off. Oh, that's so good. Put some crystal hot sauce on there. Let's, uh, let's open this up here. Sir Mike Roch, PhD, zero and forty-two slash one hundred. That sounds like a big number. Well, thank you so much, uh, Doctor. 
memo, microdose and 0. 0.420 keeps coming. Keep it coming all over my mailbox. Yeah, it's, come on into my mailbox. Also, there was a package in the P.O. box this week. Let's open ah, Let's open this package live on the air and hope it doesn't explode. I'm gonna shake it a little bit. Maybe I shouldn't shake it. You know, that's it does ow. It does say um something about it being made in in Paris. It's just like perishable. So I've never gotten anything from France before. Let's see what's in here. Words from one rodent to another. Is there a dead rat in this box? Let's see. No, they're not. Okay, I know what this is. Let me open this here. I was I was very happy when I read that sticker after I pulled this paper out. I, I thought it was this, but I wasn't sure if it was this. So, you know, you start thinking about things and you never know what it could be. Literature. Well, there's there's a lot of literature. This is a package from Mousy Bear Wellness Gummies. Mousybear.com. M-O-U-S-E-Y-B-E-A-R.com. Not this is not anything about naked rats, okay? I know a lot of a lot of people uh and, you know, the audience are maybe furries and uh, mousy bear could be like a, a naked mouse or something. That's not what we're talking about. This is mousy bear, B-E-A-R. Uh, wellness gummies. It's very good for your health. It's elderberry. Now, last time mousy bear sent me something, there was a beef powder. There was a bone, ground up bone, I think, for the gelatin. And, I, you know, I'm a big old soy boy that likes fish. But, I, you know, I still I, – I ate them down. They were good. They helped me feel better too. I was sick as a dog during uh, the winter. It was like in December, I think. And I complained. I was like, "Why? Why isn't this? Why isn't this um, cruelty free?" Because <laughs> I've never killed a cow before. Uh, either way, I've wrestled with one. And it it farted. It farted. The cow farted. And either way, okay. Uh, Let's see what's going on inside this box. We also have stickers. Whoa, this is cool. Live from the sewers Wednesday night. 1110 Central. Oh, this is – that's cool. You can't see it, but there's little stickers, like little – Massey Bear sent me advertisement stickers for me. I guess I could stick these up. You know what? This is actually giving me ideas. Thank you, Massey Bear. Massey Bear, you – our creativity well and you are exploding of, of gummies let's see what else we got here sir nick the rat there's a whole letter let's read this here uh greetings my fellow rodent hey i've been thinking about the sacrifice you made when you tasted those gummies i sent you a while back and i wanted to thank you again for biting the beef 
felt good in my mouth, nice and mm. uh, as a fella, uh, fella, as a fella anti beef biter myself, I certainly appreciate your kind gesture. You know what? I've got well, you you make something that you weren't uh, that's very noble that you went further on with it. Let's say you know what? I've got some questions for you. I was browsing around your website, and you know, nakethrat.com, and I noticed something on there. It said, "I don't like rats any more than the next bloke, but they ain't wicked and cruel like people can be." They're just ratty in their habits. I think that might have been a quote. I don't know if that's uh, by one of the sewer scientists. There's quotes on the website about rats on each of the pages. You could check them out, especially the donate page on nicktherat.com. Holy shit. I thought it said it was 1.57 in the morning. It's almost midnight. Mousy sphere? Uh, Oh, I got a piece of skin. Let's hang it. Mmm, mmm. That tastes good. Uh, that really got me thinking, Nick the Rat. I want to ask you, how long has it been since you ditched the beef and embraced the life of the anti-beef biter? Why did you make this decision? Well, I, I think I probably went over this before. Um, let's see, it must have been 10, 15... Uh, I would say about 20 years ago, I stopped eating beef. And then like 15 years ago, I stopped eating chicken as well. And then I was just even, um, then after that, it was just fish. Yeah. It's because I've, I've been fishing as a kid and I've killed, I've killed fish with my own rat hands. And I've, um, I killed a crab once with rock when I was a kid. It was a really stupid thing to do. But, you know, that's why I still eat crab and lobster and shrimp and all that, all that stuff. I, I, dig, I dig into the bodies of the shrimp and I rip them up with my own, my own hands. But if you gave me like a, like a chicken or something, you said kill this or, uh, or a cow, I don't think I'd be able to do it. Even if I was starving and you put a cow or, or a chicken in front of me or a cat or a dog, uh, I don't think I'd be able to... Um, Kill it. Maybe, maybe if I was like super duper hungry, but you know, I'm, I'm not that, not that hungry. Uh, for me, it started 15. Wow, this, did you just did I read what you wrote here? Uh, for me, it started 15 years ago when I first started realizing that people. Also, if you do eat meat, I don't care. It's fine. It's do you don't. I don't care. Uh, for me, it started 15 years ago when I started realizing that people certainly can be wicked and cruel. My realization started with the heinous and wicked ways the food industry, and then it just snowballed from there. I would think it would be cool if every place that was manufacturing food had public cameras. I think that would change existence. There should be a TV station flipper where you'd be like, oh, let me go to the, let me go see how KFC is farming our food. It'd be nice, but, you know. Um, anyways, I'd like for you to accept my gift. Maybe it can be considered a donation, but seeing as how we are both anti-beef biting rodents, I consider our relationship to be more on a casual and personal end of the spectrum. On sp- uh, of special edition Mousy Bear Wellness Gummies, rest assured these gummies contain 0% bohive hide powder. They are vegan chews, my furry-eared friend. Well, thank you so much. Oh, wait, what is this? It goes on about bowl after bowl. What makes them special edition, you ask? Well, these editions were made by 
Spencer and Lauren. That's how you spell Lauren? Isn't Lor- it's Lorraine? 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 I thought it was just Dame DeLorean. Oh, it's Lorian. Okay. Now I get it. I am I don't think that ever clicked for me. And their podcast bowl after bowl. The super sweet gummy shape and promotional sticker for their podcast was introduced with our collaboration. I would love the opportunity to do a collaboration. Well wait, we'll talk about this off the air here. The Lorian. That's how I Duh. <laughs> well, I'm pretty duh um. Where's the pull tab? Oh, there we go. Uh, uh, it's it's midnight in the sewer, buddy. Let's open up. I was. use the scissor but I prefer just to use the power manganese in my hands almost there ah there we go ah. oh it's it's wet it's, there's a moist thing in here it's, it's very moist oh. ah. Ah. lesbian scissors this is true they do Well, is it supposed to be so inflated, or is it, or is it a bomb? Did you send me a bomb? Yummy! I'm gonna throw these in the cooler and have those before bed. Thank you so much, Massey Bear. Luna Ice, you sent me a frozen dog package. <laughs> We have to thank some more people. But yeah, you could send stuff into the uh, P.O. Box. 90549 Brooklyn, New York. 11209. Care of uh, Nick the Rat? Or you could go to nicktherat.com. Click Donate. There's a Donate button there. Uh, Let's Let's thank those people. Oh, where's the button? Uh, there's the, okay, I'll, hold on a second, this is, this is live, people, this is, this is how we do it live, uh, alright, here we go, um, the first donation, I, I read initials and the amount, whoa, this is a big one, $25, for Valentine's Day, from Sir ST34M Monk, Steam Monk, oh, Steam, I think this probably came in last week for the Valentine's Day show. We were talking about love and deep throat and microphones. Thank you for that. That's from Steam Monk. I don't have to say the initials now. 25 big ones. I'm going to buy uh, some chocolates and uh, put them in the steam and rub them over my body and pretend I'm a monk. Uh, let's see. We also have... Ooh, M.A. with 420. I can't howl. Hold on. <laughs> they don't call me Howlin' Nick the Rat. 
We need more weed. Uh, we have LCI with 420. Uh, we have LCI with 420. Thank you so much, LCI. You've been around for a long time, uh, and you have definitely made um, the, uh, the sewer f- moist. Thank you. Uh, we have JF. With 669. Whenever I ever hear uh, 669 or something really perverted or weird, I just think about, I think about the hog story, actually, with uh, Carol Blaney and John Fletcher. I think about uh, it's a really good podcast. I think they're podcasting almost every every day of the week now. Is this true? Is there, can we get a confirmation in, in the chat? Is hog story uh, smoking every night? sure they are smoking every night but you know uh we uh also have mac i remember mac max max back with 420 thank you mac uh that's those are uh, those are the donations on the donation page thank you so much mac um thank you everybody we also have to thank twitch if you want to uh, go to uh, go to twitch if you have a prime account you could give me a free two dollars a month or something by subscribing to my Twitch account, you can also see the video there live. Uh, let's see. We have Trey from Philly resubbed with their Prime. They've been subbed for three months. Trey from Philly, you are um, – I'm your Dom for three months. Uh, we have Felonius Musk subscribed with their Prime six days ago. Thank you so much, Felonius Musk. Uh, we have Jeanwish uh, Zero. Uh, also did a prime sub. They've been my, uh, I've been their dom for 18 months and ducky, ducky on 33 months. Holy crap. Thank you so much for the, um, support on Twitch. All right. Those are all the donations. I think we could listen to some music now. Uh, all the music you hear is on SoundCloud. We should thank the artist. Always thank the, this, there's, there's a lot of work that goes into the music that uh, the scientists have found in the SoundCloud algorithms. And uh, you could go to nicktherat.com slash uh, SoundCloud, go to likes, click people, click thumbs, say hi. It's late, people. Let's listen to Brain Damage. Yeah. Uh, bye. Beyond Bedrooms. I got what? This smells like toast in here. That toast?
Exactly. That's all you're going to get. It's like 109. Hello, who do I have on the phone? Hello? Hello? Is this working? Hello? Hey, Nick, this is Steve with the Furman Group. We're based out of Austin, and I've been dying to hear from you. Do I Nick, you are mo- you there, sweetie? Do I owe you money? No, no, of course not. Of course not. <sighs> Listen, we're just a little mom and pop agency supporting people like you. So how much do Listen, I owe you? Nick. No, no, you won't always say, listen, Nick, sweetheart, we love what you're doing with the ears, with the nutsack chair. Listen, Furry's in right now, baby. you got to cash in on this. And when I do, Nick, how much? are you in? Are you, are you hearing me right now? How, how big is the cut that you're taking? Oh, Nick, baby, listen, we got Nick action figures. We got little Nick toys to go in the cereal box. So all the kids can have their furry Nick toys with the cereal in the morning. Isn't that great? Now, Nick, baby, listen, it's early, but we think we can get you your own show where you get to be your furry self and be an inspiration to all the furry children out there. What do you think? Say yes. Just say yes. I can't do it. Nick, listen. We have the people, the talent, and the tools that take you right to the top of the furry food chain. Nick, what's the problem? What's the problem here? They implanted something Look, in I, my brain. If I if I work for somebody, oh. I don't understand. You got your ears. You're partnered up with this mouse and bear character. The ceiling is higher than gummies, baby. All right, let me take you there. Can I take you to the ceiling? Can I take you there? Well, I, 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 I'm sorry, Nick. Are you not a furry? Are you not one of us? What's that smell? Look, Nick, honey, I'm so sorry to waste your time. Look, I'm, this is a big mistake. I, I see now that I've made a mistake. But look, could you just do me a favor, honey? Nick, you do me a favor. Holler? You know that moth man? Blueberry, you know him, not the Mothman from, uh, what is it, Behind the Shim Shams, uh, the, the scenes, uh, uh, Behind the Scenes, that's, that's it. Uh, you could you put me in touch with the Mothman? Maybe, maybe he's got, uh, a little bit more what we're looking for. I mean, maybe he is one of us, since clearly you are not. Call her, I, I told, I told you, being held hostage, please call the police. Diane, who cut him off? He was going to be my savior. That was... That was my way out. Oh. 917-719-5923. Hey, Nick. Uh, I got here early because I get nervous about these kind of things. So I hope you get here, like, really, really soon. Um, yeah, but this, uh... Premature ejaculators support group meeting. Um, I'm already here. Uh, I didn't know what to wear, so I just came in my pants. I'll see you soon, buddy. Hello.
That was probably the funniest joke that the doctor has ever told me. Thank you. I've regained hope in reality. They make it very hard to have hope in reality. One hope. Yeah, believe and have faith. It's not very solid. But that, that joke was pretty solid. Let's get some more weed here. Maybe more weed will make this show funnier. Let's see. What do we got here? This, uh, a lot of stems. Ooh, mousy berry. You should make some THC. Uh... Bovine free. Team up with a uh, lavender blossoms. Make some. Uh, hold on, I just gotta put the top back on here. <laughs> more weed equals more funny. Not, that's not always true. Kind of used to be true. Like whenever you saw like weed in movies back. Well, then again, I guess it's just like some. Some old fag stuff. If like back in the day, movies with weed, like Cheech and Chong was great. Anytime there was weed in a movie in like the seventies or some shit, you knew it was gonna be a funny movie. Like now, when you see weed and drugs in movies, you're like, ah, oh, this is sellouts, fake ass weed. These people are just, oh, I'm so high. Look at the wall. That's funny. That's that's a. This is a voicemail. Oh, hey. Hey, Nick. How's it going? Well, that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I, I was calling because I thought you should know about something that it will be very exciting for you. So it's, it's, and it's a show day, and I discovered this yesterday. Do, do you like ice cream? Yeah. 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 Isn't that great? Oh, yeah. I like ice cream, too. So, so you get, you know, you have two, you get two flavors at the store. I mean, why not? Like you're you're old enough. You're like a, a six year old rat. You can get your your own ice cream as many flavors as you want. Okay. Well, you know sometimes you you only have like a scoop left in the in the container in both of the containers, and that but then. You ran out of dishes. Like, literally all of your dishes are, are dirty. Even the cups, they're all in the sink. Everything. You had a dinner party the other night, and you still have to wash the dishes. Oh, geez. So what are you going to do? But you want to eat this ice cream. All of the flavors. And I have a tip. You can scoop out the one flavor and then put it in the other container 
and mix them up together. Now, it's really good if you consider getting two flavors that that go well together in the same container. I, me, I recommend Rocky Road and and peanut butter chocolate flavored ice cream. And you put them together, you might want to put some salt on there or like extra chocolate syrup, whatever you want. Anyway, I love you, Nick. You're my great friend. Love you, man. Carol Blaney is like the the Canadian version of Norm Macdonald. Let's listen to another voicemail, 917-719-5923. The power of the sewer compels you. 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 Ah. Whoa. Slow down there. Terry Skills.
Well, that was definitely uh, a fun track there. Uh, I, I, uh, it takes a lot of effort sometimes to make music. You know, sometimes it's not even really effort. Sometimes it takes a, a creativity, drive, and know-how. Uh, and those three things sometimes it's like the the, the previous caller was like, oh, I have to uh, back up that server or whatever. It's he knows how to do it. It takes a little bit of time, but. The outcome is a uh, you know a a, 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 a company uh, uh, stuff happening. What am I what am I talking about? Well, I'm just uh, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting, I've been I've been uh, getting into synthesizers a lot lately because uh, I do like synthwave music and I've been listening to all this music being created by all these people on SoundCloud every week for the past I don't know how many how many years. Uh, there's 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 a lot of devices you could buy in that whole thing. Uh, it's you, you should probably start off without buying stuff. Start with uh, start with like uh, Reaper and Vital and uh, VC VRAC. What is that called? Hold on a second. I don't know where it's these these are some fun free. Uh, ways to learn synths. Uh, VCV Rack Two is out, and that's free. It's a uh, it's a good time. Uh, those are those are I w- I would say those three free devices you could pretty much learn everything about synthesizers. No VC Rack. Me love you long time. GI. Is there other? Also, I also I'm new in all this too, so I don't really I don't. Those are, those are just what I've. Currently landed on you know, a sea of very expensive synthesizers and stuff. There's, there's you, you could start spending a lot of money on things that do things, but you could do it all for free using a couple of things. It's it's it seems that these expensive toys sometimes are just uh, expensive toys that do one or two things really well. You could get you could learn how to do all of it first. Learn how to do it. And then, and then spend money. But it's very cool. Once you learn how to do it, you could basically just uh, press one key down and make a song. It's it's kind of like programming mixed with music. It's very strange. It's, and it all comes from fucking an oscillator. <laughs> And you can change that one tone into anything. It's crazy. Um, good night, Tijunta. Tijunta. I'm, I'm planning on. I'm doing a 24-hour long song, and I'm gonna play it before each show. Ah. Well, what's going on? Got a little smoky in here. Ugh. Ugh, what's that smell? Hey everybody, it's uh, Zindu. 
I put gas in the sewer and uh, knock out Nick so I could uh, do the news without him knowing. Uh, if he wakes up, don't don't tell him that I've taken the station over and I'm doing news anyway. Anyway, let me hack into the news feed system here. All right. All right. Thank God I got this real quantum computer here. It lets me break code real easily. All right, let's see what we got in the news feed from the scientist in the sewer. Let's see here. Was it based, universal basic income's coming? What? Applications for $1,000 monthly payments open as a deadline for $500 checks. Pa- where, where, where can I sign up for this application? What's going on here? Creatives Rebuild New York uh, is giving out guaranteed income to artists in financial need. Whoa, whoa. Hey, if you are knocked out, you should wake up and sign up for this right now. If you're an... You, you're an artist in need, aren't you? Jeez, okay, well, it looks like you get $1,000 a month for, for being an artist from uh, Creatives Rebuild New York, CRNY. What is, what, this has got to be some bullshit. The organization took inspiration from dozens of guaranteed or universal making income programs throughout the U.S. They want to specifically target artists throughout New York State who have continued to experience financial insecurities brought in on the pandemic since 2020. What is this shit? It comes as a deadline for young people in Kentucky to claim their 500 monthly dollar. Blah, 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 blah. All right, Nick, yeah, sign up. Get some of that uh, sweet free money. Okay, I guess, uh, I don't even know. That's not really news. I guess that's news, whatever. Uh, Let's read this one here. I got to do this fast before he wakes up. If he finds out I'm doing this, he's going to really, it's not going to be very happy. Uh, World's first octopus farm stirs ethical debate. Uh, Madrid. Spurred on by soaring demand for seafood, a Spanish company plans to open its first commercial octopus farm next year, but as scientists discover more about the enigmatic animal, some warn it could be an ethical and environmental disaster. This is a global milestone, said Roberto Romero, articulator or director or aquaculture director at Nueve Pes Canova, the company pouring $65 million into the farm, which is pending environmental approval from local authorities. Let's see here. Wait, 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 what, what's wrong with farming octopus? You guys farm everything. It's, as long as you're not farming people, which you seem to be okay with anyway, then uh, what's wrong with this? You just take a couple of octopuses and you put them into a tank and then you fucking just murder them after they have sex. Uh, where's the, where are the concerns here? However, previous efforts to farm octopus have struggled with high mortality. While attempting to breed, wild-caught octopuses ran into problems with aggression, cannibals, and self-mutilation. Oh, wow. I guess these things aren't stupid creatures, huh? They're prob- they are probably like Cthulhu from another universe. Man, I want to see... Uh... I'm drinking Nick's beer, too. Don't tell him. He's probably going to be down to like four now. Uh, anyway... We have not found cannibalism blah, 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 in any of our cultures, he said. But not, oh, wow. So, okay, so the guy that's running this company is saying that the octopus don't eat themselves when, you have, when you're trying to fucking farm them. I don't know. Whatever. Is it ethical? No. Farming is usually not very ethical, but, you know, you're a striving planet, and you need to devour everything, you know, you fucking monsters. Anyway, let's see here. Uh, New York City Mayor Adams says working, you can't work. In your pajamas, he says. Well, Mayor Adams should go fucking suck a dick, because you could do that in pajamas. Uh, all right, enough of that one there. Let's see here. Guppy fish can see optical illusions. What the fuck is in the news? This is in newscientist.com. They're talking about fish looking at 
Oh, how do you, what do you ask them? You ask them a question? I don't know. All right. This is, this is a rough, this is rough. You know, I'm kind of happy I don't have to do the news anymore. This is, this is barely even news. Let's see here. Uh, the, this is from USA Today. This is science. The structure of Earth's core could be unlike any other state of matter researchers have found. Wow. Any other state. So there's a, there's a form of matter within the planet that we've never even witnessed before. That's that's a pretty crazy thought right there. Uh, Yu He, a physicist at the Chinese Academy of Sciences, the lead author of the study published this month in The Nature of Journey, said that the calculations challenged that the research once understood about the inner core. He and his colleagues found that the inner core creates a supersonic state made up of hydrogen, oxygen, and carbon, he said, unlike any other solid or liquid form. It's quite abnormal, he said. The solidification of the iron in the inner core boundary did not change the mobility of the light elements in the flame value of the Wow. So he's just making up stories about shit we'll never find out about. Alright, well, you know, that's cool. Because, you know, Matt, you don't know what's in your planet. I know it's in the middle of Oktar. It's cheese doodles, because I fucking love them. And I dig holes in the planet, I eat it all the time. But I haven't been back there in a long time. Might have changed by now. Uh, Earth, you don't know what's going on on the planet. Use math to get down there. We used to just dig. We had giant spoon cars and rip out the Earth's, the, 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 the planet's core. But you guys are just using math and maybes. You're like, ooh, a black hole because math. Ooh, the, the core is iron because math. You know, that doesn't, math doesn't solve everything. All right, let's see. Do we have anything else here? Uh, as if you had, uh, you know, I can't, can't. I think I'm losing the signal. Fuck. Don't tell, don't tell Nick I did the news.
Whoa. Hey. Hi, everybody. I don't know what just happened there. But I just woke up in the middle of that song. That was uh, Synthesized Dreams by, by Raccoon Path. So that was fun. Uh, I sometimes I get worried that we're enslaving electrons. We're kind of like making them do our, our bidding. But now I'm starting to think that there's some other crazy, like fifth dimensional creature that's that's using electrons as a bait to to suck out data and information from from people. It's a uh, you think it's for you think it's for you, but it's actually for somebody else. Uh, it, it's a little scary. It's a scary thought that you you never really know what's real, but and cosmic horror could be completely true. There could be uh, there could be sky demons out there. Oh boy! Whoa, whoa! Is the phone line open? Hold on one second here. It looks like there's. A phone call coming through. Uh, hello, caller. Can you please? Uh, hello. Um, whoa, I think that was code for something that just unlocked something. Well, are we, uh, it's, and maybe like, uh, we, we are, we're like showing our respect to these fifth dimensional creatures by putting on, uh, our unborn babies in our, in our socks. We, we. We gotta take a quick commercial break. We'll be. We'll be back in a little bit. We have power in our brains. Free power. Our thoughts are power. Free and powerful thoughts. They could influence shit that occurs all around us. There are skills you can learn that will unlock powers inside of your brain. Free powers that are inside of you already. Waiting to come out. Waiting to play. Waiting inside of you. These secret thoughts and powers are there for you. And you only. And you could use them whenever you want. You don't have to recharge them or buy more. They're there for free. I will teach you how easy it is to unlock these powers within your own brain. You could create the life you desire. Breast, money, drugs, guns. We invite you to a world of unlimited potential. A journey of self-discovery and personal fulfillment to become the most powerful brain on earth let's do this together 
now at the Big Brain Institute in the sewer. Join now for only $69.99 and we shall teach you to unlock these free powers within your brain. For only three easy payments of $69.99, these powers can be yours to use for free whenever you'd like. Please join now. Call our scientist at 917-719-5923 to unlock these free powers today. Photographer Laura Mars. Her work, the subject of controversy. Tommy Lee Jones is Detective John Neville, intrigued by her photographs for his own reasons. These are police photographs. They are strictly our own material. They were never published anywhere at all. So my question is very simple. Why am I photographed so much like yours? That's right. Somewhere between the sensations of high fashion and the precise form of her art lies another dimension unexplored unexpected unwillingly Laura Mars becomes a witness to a series of murders watching through the eyes of a killer I can't see what's in front of me. What I see is that. Think of that camera as the eyes of the killer. Drawn by a mystery. Do you understand? Their lives converge. Her world sensual, dazzling, provocative. His world, demanding, dangerous, violent. This is incredible. In the midst of all of this, I, I can't stop thinking of you. I know, I know. Well, what, what is going on? I don't know. I mean, it's completely unprofessional of me to be walking with you in the woods, I'll well, tell you that. I don't that. have time for this. I'm supposed to be catching a killer. <laughs> Eyes of Laura Mars. <sighs> but where are we going to find rubber pants this time of night? What's going on in the chat room? In the chat room. Oh, uh, there's also a lot of chats if you want to join the chats.
Sewer chats. Specifically? It's weird how there are universal calls for animals. You go near a cat and you're going to get that the attention. You go near like a, a rodent, you're going to get their, you're going to get their attention. If you stick your hand into a cow's butt up, ah, really want to see uh, David Lynch direct a H.P. Um, Lovecraft movie. It's very hard to do a uh, movie about cosmic horror or to represent it. You know, Nick Cage came close a couple of times. I'll tell you that uh, the color of space was decent, but I think I think he uh, I think David Lynch could do a really bang up job for a cosmic horror idea because he already pretty much does it. Like Twin Peaks is pretty much cosmic horror. If, if he if he does if he could push it into uh if he could I don't know if David Lynch would want to do horror though he he probably would love it he probably should have tried to do horror earlier because he tried to do uh you know space action movies that didn't work out for him very well but horror does seem to uh, push the boundaries to um, infinite you could just do whatever you want now. Horror is basically like the cartoons of movies. You could, uh, you know, like, in a, oh, if it was a drama, there would, it can't be no gore or accidental blood or some weird murder or something. Because, yeah, you know, it's, you know, oh, actually, I want to see, I got to see Dagon. I'll have to check that out. I don't think I've seen that one. All right, not I got two movie actually three movies I got to watch. I got to watch. Otherwise the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. It's going to it's got to be better than the last Halloween. That's the only thing I'd really want from it. Joe Bob liked the last Halloween. He was like, "I don't know why all these people are saying bad stuff about it." But uh that was just, that was really yeah, it, was, it was silly. It was a it was a fun night watching it. But um I don't think I'll be watching it again. But the, uh, yeah, and The Evil Dead, I'll check it out, even though there's no Bruce Campbell. Yeah, I could, I'm, I'm a big rat. I could, I could deal with it. I could deal with it. People get so upset about stuff on all sides. People on one side is like, oh, those motherfuckers over there, they're getting all upset about something. But then those motherfuckers over there, they get upset about something too. That's about as stupid as what. There's no point in getting mad. You don't like it. And keep it to yourself. Be a warrior. Warriors don't go around with their fucking private parts in their hands. Sticking in people's faces. Those are those are called assholes, I think. I don't know. It's, you know, whatever. It's fine. I'm doing that right now. I'm sticking my opinions in your face, too. Uh, let's have... We should probably whoa, there's another voicemail? Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. The wild harmonician. What is a, what is a harmonica player called? A blower? Hi, 
I'm Slim Shady, I'm a real shady. Love it, Slim Shady, they're just a meditating. If you want the real Slim Shady, please stand up, please stand up, please stand up. Probably a honker. That's what I. I it's, it's not a, a harmonica, um, uh, like a flutist, a pianist, a harmonicist, or a harmonica rapper. Her, her mana rapper. Cause she's rapping too in between, but she's rapping it. She's doing the rap in a like a nineties. Hermana rap remixer Hermana rap remix. I don't know. Uh, uh, we're gonna uh, let's listen. Let's listen to somebody that's not a Hermana rap or remixer. It's the Empty Village by Neon Time Travel. We'll be right. We'll be right back with what's going on. 
So is the world the world's over? But there's still so much soy to eat. It's a true story. Uh, that happened. My uh, yeah, my friend. Uh, my friend invited me over. I have like one or two. It's a couple, you know. It's like one or two people that I know. And uh, like, hey, man, you got me my new my new girlfriend. So we hung out and smoked some smoked some weed, and I was telling her stories about uh, blending mayo and tofu together. And I was telling the chat about this while that uh, Nightmare on Elm Street song uh, synthwave stuff was playing. That was a good song too, by the way. I do like it. I kick, I, I dug it. I dug. Uh, and uh, the chat room came up with some good names. We're, we're going to call that mixture a Toyo Mafu, I think, or. Either way, well, I have a... you guys are late night warriors, by the way. It's almost it's almost one o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time.
Everybody, take a breath. Realize that you are flying through space right now. And we're all doing it together. Man, what's that smell? Beautiful evening. Yeah. She want to thank you for coming all the way up here to see me from that nice hotel downtown. No problem. It's on your mind. Well, now, here's a man who wants to get right down to it. Kind of anxious to get to it, are you? Whatever. Man's attitude. Man's attitude goes some ways the way his life will be. Is that something you might agree with? Sure. Now, did you answer because that's what you thought I wanted to hear? Or did you think about what I said and answer because you truly believe that to be right? I agree with what you said. Truly. What I say? That a man's attitude determines to a large extent how his life will be. So since you agree... You must be a person who does not care about the good life. How's that? We'll stop for a little second and think about it. Can you do that for me? <laughs> okay. I'm thinking. No, you're not thinking. You're too busy being a smart aleck to be thinking. Now I want you to think and stop being a smart aleck. Can you try that for me? Look, where's this going? What do you want me to do? There's sometimes a buggy. How many drivers does a buggy have? One. So let's just say I'm driving this buggy. And if you fix your attitude, you can ride along with me. Okay. What's good, man? Actually, nothing's good this side because you know what? I haven't been feeling really black today. So which is why I decided that I'm going to be listening to some Kendrick Lamar until I get black to my old self again. So what's this? The taste is choice moment between guys. This is really nice. You got to think for swans. Is this like a fetish? It's something like maybe we need to devote some time to. I thought about what you said to me the other day about my painting. Huh. Instead of half the night thinking about it. Something occurred to me. I fell into a deep, peaceful sleep and I haven't thought about you since. You know what occurred to me? No. 
You're just a kid. You don't have the faintest idea what you're talking about. Why, thank you. It's all right. You've never been out of Boston. If I asked you about art, you'd probably give me the skinny on every art book ever written. Michelangelo. I know a lot about him. Life's work, political aspirations, him and the Pope, sexual orientation, the whole works, right? I bet you can't tell me what it smells like in the Sistine Chapel. You never actually stood there and looked up at that beautiful ceiling. Seen that. If I ask you about women, you'd probably give me a syllabus of your personal favorites. You may have even been laid a few times. But you can't tell me what it feels like to wake up next to a woman and feel truly happy. You're a tough kid. ask you about war, you'd probably uh, throw Shakespeare at me, right? Once more into the breach, dear friends. But you've never been near one. You've never held your best friend's head in your lap and watch him gasp his last breath looking to you for help. I ask you about love, you'd probably quote me a sonnet. But you've never looked at a woman and been totally vulnerable known someone that could level you with her eyes. Feeling like God put an angel on earth just for you. Who could rescue you from the depths of hell. And you wouldn't know what it's like to be her angel. To have that love for her be there forever. Through anything. Through cancer. And you wouldn't know about sleeping, sitting up in a hospital room for two months, holding her hand because the doctors could see in your eyes that the terms visiting hours don't apply to you. You don't know about real loss, because that only occurs when you love something more than you love yourself. I doubt you've ever dared to love anybody that much. I look at you, I don't see an intelligent, confident man. see a cocky, scared, shitless kid. But you're a genius, Will. No one denies that. No one could possibly understand the depths of you. But you presume to know everything about me because you saw a painting of mine. You ripped my fucking life apart. You're an orphan, right? Do you think I'd know the first thing about how hard your life has been? How you feel? Who you are? Because I read Oliver Twist. Does that encapsulate you? Personally, I don't give a shit about all that. Because you know what? I can't learn anything from you. I can't read in some fucking book. Unless you want to talk about you. Who you are. And I'm fascinated. I'm in. But you don't want to do that, do you, sport? You're terrified of what you might say. You move, chief.
Hey guys, um, this is a list of white folks that can say the N-word. Um, coming in at number one, we have Paramore's Haley Williams. She gave us decode, crush, 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 ignorance, only exception. She gave us all bangers. Uh, number two, we got Nicholas Cage. Uh, for some reason, I feel like he already uses it, but um, I don't mind. Oh, number three, Fez from Euphoria. I feel like he never said it in his life, uh, and I just feel like the N-word would roll off the tongue really smooth if he said it. Um, number four, we got Nick Jonas. Yeah. And um, last but not least, he not white, but uh, Oda, the creator of the greatest selling manga of all time, One Piece. He can say whatever the hell he want to say. Um, I'm so uh, no, nothing too much and the uh, competition now and to be senior. But you think it's basically fiction? Probably fiction. I think at present there's no proof it isn't fiction, but since yeah. the CIA has been doing this kind of research for nearly 50 years now, God knows what they have achieved. Yeah. I don't know what the KGB or MI5 has achieved either, for that matter. They're all equally dirty. Well, well yeah, that's for, for sure. It's too bad that our society developed this, uh, which is this whole secrecy thing. It's an unfortunate side effect of the Cold War that we can't seem to get rid of. It's like... Uh, uh, it's like a cancer that you can't quite well, uh, remove. You see, a political body in motion, it's like Newton's first law, a political body in motion considers in the same direction, continues in the same direction until an opposite of force stops it. And the fact that the Cold War ended doesn't mean they stopped snooping and prying and wake and no. really... I mean, they're just moving in the same direction because of the law of inertia. It's going to take an opposite force to stop them. Okay, let's go to our, our next caller, Ben. Uh, Dan, excuse me, in Iowa. Dan, you're on the air. Hi, you guys. I just want to say uh, thanks for all that you're doing and the uh, commitment and what you've given up to do and write and say what you're doing right now. And to anybody listening up in Duluth or in uh, 1500 KSTP land right now, I kind of want to ask about the role of uh, coincidence and synchronicity and as to uh, maybe directing the conversation more towards um, explaining the serious connection. This, what is the serious connection? And its role with synchronicity and, uh, and coincidence. I think Robert could probably uh, maybe explain or expand on that. Okay, Robert? Well, I could talk for three hours and three minutes. The question is how much do you, how much do I, how much can we afford right now? Exactly. To that subject? Maybe, maybe uh, to... Synchronicity is a meaningful coincidence that makes it subjective. Because the fact that it's subjective does not mean you can't investigate it scientifically. If people in certain areas begin to develop a knowledge or recognition of synchronicity, that is meaningful coincidences that seem meaningful to them, they usually belong to three groups, patients in Jungian therapy, people involved in the Gurdjieff work, people doing a lot of LSD or people doing Kabbalistic magic. These things seem to make people more aware that coincidences may have meaning. It's still subjective, but it's a statistical cluster. So now we know how to create synchronicity, get involved with certain types of movements. 
and you'll discover more synchronicity. Then what do you do about it? Well, then you got to become a philosopher or a lunatic. Either you take every synchronicity seriously or you try to examine them as skeptically as possible and not take all of them seriously. One time I was writing a, an article which was later published in Semiotext, an article about certain numbers that appear in Alistair Crowley's Book of Lies and in James Joyce's Finnegan's Wake. And I asked why these two very mysterious books should harp on these numbers. And I came up with some very ingenious theories. But the thing is, when I finished the article, I was living in Ireland at the time, I took my wife out to a pub to celebrate finishing the article, and every damn car I passed down the street, one of those numbers appeared on the license plate. I never saw such a rush of simplicity in my whole life. I felt like I was trapped in one of my own novels. <laughs> Let's let Sirius go for the next question. As, as far as, how about uh, Brad and Sirius Steiger, their, their work and any relationship? I noticed that you've uh, made mention of them in Cosmic Trigger, or Brad's work anyway. What is... Well, what I like, I, I, they, a lot of the things they say don't make much sense to me, but one thing Brad wrote that uh, really makes a lot of sense to me is his concept of the reality game, which is a metaphor, a model. One doesn't want to take it too seriously, Literally, but I find it a very useful model. The idea is we're involved in a game. The player on the other side is invisible to us, and every time we think we figured out the game, the player on the other side changes the rules. The UFO is the latest change in the rules. We thought we had everything figured out. Now the UFO comes along. We've got to figure out what the player on the other side is trying to teach us now. I don't take this literally, but I think it's a very useful metaphor. Okay, let's go on to our next call, to Ben in Montana. Ben, you're on with Ron yeah. Grant and Wilson. Hi, Ben. Uh, hi. Yeah, thank you, Willie, for having me on the program. That's my uh, pleasure. Yeah, I'd like to make a comment about the first caller there. Uh, dude, you've never been on acid. Uh, because my country uh, object together. I'm project altogether. One, two, octopus. Octopus... Together, shall, shall we? Shall we? Octopus, shall we? Eight, 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 uh, eight town, eight town. Uh, my name is Eight Town. There's an email address, nickandnicktherat.com, and uh, wow, it's one in the morning. Uh, you can email me, and if you put gas blast in the title, uh, as the title, I'll read it on the air. Servo, it's actually from a thing that I found recently by searching for most viewed recently. And it was like an interview that I've never heard before. It was long. It was like a hour long clip. I just grabbed some stuff from it, but it was a uh, new to me. I'm sure there's probably a lot of stuff that hasn't been published that it was kind of recent too. Uh, bu 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 gas blast. Hi, Nick. Do you brush your teeth in the shower? I do. What you wear for what you wear for shower? Swim clothes, so I my brother doesn't touch and shower. Let the shampoo you little Nick 
Nicker? I-T-N. N-I-C-K-E-R. Let the shampoo you. I, uh, do you brush your teeth in the shower? I do. What do you wear for shower? Swim clothes, so I, my brother, touching the shower. And you, all night. Uh, I can't, I don't know. I don't wear anything in the shower. It's weird how uh, it was, uh, it was a long time ago that I was on, I was on this other podcast. It was it was uh, me and a couple people. We uh, played video games and we uh, we talked about them. And you know, so we we're like, what, what should we call the the podcast? And you know, it, was, it was like it was like four dudes that like uh, we, we we liked games and stuff. So we were talking, we uh, we chose the name games as part of the title. And the other part was we were just talking. So we did uh, Games and uh, Talk. So that was the name of the podcast, Games and Talk. Uh, and if you say it really quick, it sounds like, oh, it was Game and, it wasn't Games, it was just Game. So it was Game and Talk, Game and Talk. It was like Gay, Game and, Game and, Game and Talk. Word, words do, words matter? Do words matter? Uh, yeah, uh, what time? Where? Are, what? What part of the show are we out here? We got some more music here. It's from this one's from Brennadine. Baradine Bar- well, All this music can be found on SoundCloud, by the way. Uh, if you'd like to go to SoundCloud, you could go whenever you want to go. Uh, what, what, I can't read this name here. It's this font is so small on the screen. It's so big. It's. Uh, Kansha. Gay men talk. Gay men talk. Game. Oh, 
Beethoven's rape door see dubs serpent slark Hashtag sewer chat, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the end. World War War Twenty. I think I got one. I think I have another beer left here. Yeah, screw it. Go get that. I should have. I should have. I should have at least one more. Diane, did you take a beer? No. I think there's mice taking my beer or something. Uh, phone line is still open. If you want to talk about things that are just falling apart, the reality is barely, barely what they tell you it is. Like you would think in school they would teach you about taxes. Everybody fucking pays taxes. Taxes is a lot more relevant. To, to civilization than fucking gym class or art class or math class or music class or or economics class. Taxes. There should be a... If, if you want the people to know how to live properly, you should teach them about, you know, money. But that would make people too smart in that game. Diane drank it, Ducky. Oh, what's going on here? Uh, hello, caller. Hey, Nick. How you doing? I'm doing decent. I just I just realized that the ringer was muted. I had the ringer muted, so I didn't know if anybody was calling. Uh, I, I just called in now. I heard some other calls come in. They sounded good. Yeah, there's a couple of people called, you know. Yeah, you once in a while, Nick, you gotta, you know, mute that thing and get in your own head space. Well, yeah, well, you know, you know when I'm uh, running advertisements or uh, enjoying the glory holes of the sewer, you gotta, you gotta mute the phone. The sewer is a glorious place, isn't it? It is one glorious hole. <laughs> I thought there was a bunch of holes. And or don't, or do you call them heaven holes when you're in the sewer? They're interconnected. I call it house. I call it home. I call them home holes. Ah, home holes. Yeah, it's my little home hole. Yeah, that's nice. So uh, I got a few things uh, that are falling apart. I think. Uh, would you like to, to, to let's we could let's delve into something here? So uh, what's What's falling apart around around you? Well, it it seems like the past couple of years, yeah. everybody has 
been affected by this. I don't know if it happened in the sewer, but there's been a worldwide pandemic. Yeah, it's been. I've been ordering pens. They haven't come in a long time. There's like a shortage or something. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because of uh, Chinese uh, microchips to tell the LED what color to be in your pen. Smart pens. Yeah, well, I, I mean, probably I need just battery, you know, for a vaporizer or atomizing. A lot of people call them pens. I call them pens. I think it's the Fuller Grandmas or something. All right, so this pandemic, you know? its uh, how has it affected you? How has it... Uh... Well, that's the thing. It's been, like, pretty fucked up um, not being able to get pens. But it seems like, you know, when the trains are getting robbed in California that that might be part of the problem. Could I'm be. I'm not really Could sure. Be. Man. I don't know. Some people... I don't know. I'm confused about a lot of things. Some people want to know that you've never been to prison for stealing pens. Yeah, well, that's... They want to see I prison mean, records. I, I've been... It's been really rough. They, they call it the penitentiary. Yeah. And I thought that was like a pantry for pens. And when I got out. there, yeah. it was not a pantry for pens. They it, gaffled you. Was, they buffooned you. They made you into their clown. A big, uh, a big kind of, they cuffed me. They stuffed me. They shackled me. They beat me. I thought it was a regular party. And then I woke up in a jumpsuit and with a hole in the floor to shit in. And I think a rat was there. Caller, what's your preferred method of writing? Is it pen, pencil, marker, brush? I kind of like those gel pens. I'm not a very good writer or typer, but when it comes to writing, the gel pens are the things that I do the best with. Yeah, I I mean, I can control them better, I guess. I don't know. I like Sharpies. Yeah. Sharpie's got that grit. It's nice fat lines. And I, you smells. know, I do have a collection. I collect Sharpies. Kind of. I use them a lot, so I have a bunch of them. So you I prefer, do like. I like Sharpies. Sharpies are. I think Sharpies are the best pen. You get high using them too. If you, if you get into yeah, it, you, you can get high using a pen too. It just depends on what kind of pen it is. You know, depending. It's dependent on the pen. Depending. Yeah. Yeah, depending. Depending. But no, like things are unraveling with the pandemic. It seems like uh a lot of things that I heard bandied about are uh being that were definitely completely untrue, like yeah. yesterday or the day before. Yeah. And now, you know, I don't know if it's agreement or misinformation or just like people are catching up or if it's a shit stain in the rug. Do you think there'll be consequences? Do what? Do you think there'll be consequences or or lessons learned? Well, I think business as usual always has to have a scapegoat, right? Yeah. You know, you just stake them out there and let everybody run up and shit on them and let the ants devour them. Wait, so do you think there'll be a a beheading? Do you think there'll be one or two beheadings or? 
how well I'm not running shit, so I don't think there'll be enough to satisfy my lust for them at this point. But, uh, you know, uh, some a head's got to roll, you know? I mean, that's how... I mean, they've been rolling heads, right? I don't think so. I don't think any heads have been rolling in a, in a pretty long time. Well, no, I'm talking about the old folks in the homes. Oh, well, and the f- people who had their dialysis centers shut down. Uh, you know, I, they're rolling heads. They're, somebody's given up plenty of blood. I know the sewer wants blood, but somebody's been giving up plenty of blood lately. It's almost like an old Aztecian ritual. But, uh, you know, the emperor has no clothes, so I want to see where it's going. It's unraveling, man. I don't, you know, what and is what? You know? Let me just tell you, caller, that while this does unravel, and there are sides to this. There's multiple sides and most multiple angles to uh, the truth. Let me just let you know that there is no truth. Nobody knows what's happening. There's just a lot of uh, people screaming, and uh, it's, 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 there's a lot of people screaming on on every side, and everybody's just screaming. Nobody knows what's happening. It's it's very um, sc- it's kind of scary. But uh, kind of fun too. It's kind of like a roller coaster. People are screaming. They don't know why. Yeah, uh, some people know why they're screaming. I mean, it, it's it's definitely a spectrum. It's fun. You know? Screaming is fun. Letting people know that you're there and that other people are there with you is a. Uh, I think that's why we do it. Yeah, it it it, it could be one reason. While we're screaming, uh, other people might, you know. Hey, we exist. We're here. It, it is now, right? That's what's happening right now. On so what that's side? All I'm though? really sure of what uh, it's happening on both sides, on all three, uh, four sides. It's 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 happening on so many sides at all different levels. It's- there's a lot of vectors to it. There's a lot of sure. vectors, a lot of a lot of dog biscuits. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of connecting and disconnecting parts. It's it's a chaotic system, and nobody and nobody it, has it right. I I don't know if if you can get it right. No, we but can. you can try to write yourself. It's a, you know what I mean. Have you ever done something that you thought was right, and then you look back and you're like, that was wrong. Yes. Yeah, I think everybody does that. Well, yeah, uh, because nobody has it right. You know, like, <laughs> you ever zip up your cock? Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? You're in the bathroom and you just let one out and it didn't spill or splash and everything was good. And you quick zip and all of a sudden your day a is new ruined. reality is upon you, sir. Yeah. But sometimes pain and um, uh, pain's going to happen. Sometimes you're going to lose things, too. Like oh, I, I'm missing a lot of socks. <laughs> I don't know what happens. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. I'm missing a lot of socks, man. You're praying to the gods of the electrons. Hey, I like uh, electrons. I like ions, too. Ooh. And, you know... Um, yeah, I mean, the the ion screen, you know, is all kind of projected on a field of neutrinos. 
if you ask me. Are you keeping your eye on them? <laughs> I'd like to, but I'm not that sharply focused, and, and I'm a bit myopic. I don't think anybody's you know? ever seen an ion. They've only seen it with math, right? Well, I don't know. Can a photon reflect an ion, or does an ion reflect a photon? I, I or... The photons Is there are an ion chain that you could detect with a different type of vision? You know, like if you're, I don't know, metabolizing a, ammonia out of the atmosphere. We've seen uh, we've seen electron shadows. We've seen uh, shadows of electrons because photons are yeah. smaller than us. So we've seen photons, but I don't know if we've ever seen an ion. Where do ions fit into this? They're on. They're on the atom. They're. They're not electron, negatron, uh, megatron. I think the ions are the. Glue. Oh, they're the positive. They're the positive. The electrons are the the negative. But we don't. We just say that there's ions, because electrons move and react in certain ways. It's. It's all. We don't really know what's there. We just math it out and give it names. Well, I mean, it's consistent. No, you can extract things from the atmosphere. You could through, they're, they're through ionic they... reactions, <laughs> and you can ionize things easily. You could ionize no? it, but that's just taking the electrons away, right? Yeah. And what's left? Wait, yeah. wait, if you take the electrons off the atom, how do you get the electrons? Where did? Won't that cause an explosion? No, you could have a sublimation as well. You could end up with like carbon dioxide and water. Uh-huh. And, you know, mm, mm, you, you could you could strip away electrons and, and break some, base something, you know. I don't, you I don't know. I'm do not make, really a scientist. Do you make guy. drugs in, in, a, in like a... I'm not really a computer guy. I'm not really a science guy, but a lot of things are unraveling. That's for sure. They are. You know. And I wish I could make music. When are you gonna when are you gonna put a Nick the Rat tune out? I I have been putting little little taste little samples here and there around around uh, hidden areas of the internet. Yeah, I might have heard one or two. But you know what, what moniker are you going under these days? What's your stage name? My stage name is uh I can't I can't tell you. It's there there's a lot of legal Things in play, songwriting for hey, 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 I understand. Possibly Taylor Swift has been happening. I I get it, man. I shouldn't have said that. I get it. You've been plagued with legal problems, man. I am plagued with legal problems. It's yeah, well, as long as you don't have any trouble with the IRS, you know, uh, that that's uh, something they should be teaching in school. You know, I agree with you there. But I, I don't think government schools really want informed and educated populace. <laughs> they might try to change the government, you know. But isn't that the weird thing that everybody is like okay with it existing? What government schools? Yeah. Well, not everybody's okay. I mean, we a all, lot of people we all give are. taxes to it, and we don't say anything. We're just like, okay. Well, some people, some people, um, 
don't. You know, there's, you have the Amish, and they don't pay school tax or property tax like that. That's like you know. one group of people. That's like how many pe- how many Amish well, people exist? So I'm not Amish, um, but I lived in an area where they lived, and uh, my family we actually uh, sought uh, to enjoy the same freedoms. So Did you ever, we challenge party? the system. You ever party with the Amish? I have. Mama's boys. <laughs> I, I played a lot of pool with the Amish. Might have even been to a whorehouse with one. <laughs> you know, yum, yum Springer. <laughs> the Amish are a pretty cool dude. Hardworking guys. I built, I built a lot of stuff with the Amish when I was younger. And a That's bunch it. of Mennonites, too. There are about 123 Amish people. Wait, 123,000, sorry. Amish people living in yeah. North America. Yeah, there's there's a bunch. But there's other people, too. If you live in, like, a commonwealth or somewhere where they're protected by certain laws, uh, other citizens can enjoy those protections as well if they seek um, to utilize those freedoms, you know? Wait, it's so you're saying what you're choices. trying to tell me is you live in Pennsylvania. I lived in Pennsylvania. I'm tracking, I'm tracking the Amish right now. Well, there's Amish in Ohio. There's Amish in Maryland. There's Amish in New York. There's some not that far from the sewer. There's, well, they're they're Mennonites. There's actually. there's there's Knishes in New York. Oh, wait, Mennonites. Yeah. Are there men in days too? Uh, let's listen to a story by a loom. I wish. Uh, by Mystery Man. We have a Bigfoot assault. What the hell is this? We're gonna. Let's. This is weird. Bigfoot assault? I didn't know he was still doing this. Alright, take three. Good evening. My name is Mystery Man. Welcome to another episode of Bigfoot Assault. May 23rd, 1985, a bus leaving New York City carrying seniors to go gambling in Atlantic City is where this story begins. Two of the passengers, Peter and Justin, they were friends for the past 80 years. They grew up in the same neighborhood. Their parents were close. They went to the same schools. They pretty much were best friends. Not only this, they were also a bunch of tricksters. They began with their trickery in elementary school. They played all sorts of mischievous pranks, mischievous pranks on teachers and students alike. Once they took candid close-up pictures of their genitalia, they snuck it into the principal's filing cabinets. You might think this was just a prank on the principal, but after the pictures were found and he was fired, the boys helped Peter's Uncle Joe become the new principal. The sadistic part was that Uncle Joe was actually a real child molester, and he harassed that school for at least 20 years until they finally caught him having sex with some pigeons. 
but that's not the story I am here to tell today. The story is about Pete, Justin, and Bigfoot. To confirm that their shenanigans never ended, when they were in their late thirties, they took pictures of each other's genitalia and snuck it onto each other's wives' phones. Then, they divorced their wives and took them for all they had, claiming they were being cheated on and they had proof. You would think that when they were in their 80s, their gags and etc. would end. But no. No. On this bus ride, on their way to go gambling, they would pull their final gag. While sitting in the last two seats of the bus... The pair thought it would be funny to pop some Viagra, draw some smiley faces on their genitalia, and take pictures to send to the mayor just for laughs. The boys had their red markers and blue pills ready. Ready weeks before the trip. They were planning this for a long time. These two were much clowns. Uh, Peter would bring the pills and Justin, he would bring the markers. But when it came time to do their deed, that day on that bus, only Justin seemed to be prepared. Peter thought it would be good to dissolve the pills into a bottle of water instead of popping them on the bus. And then he would share the beverage with Justin and when they were on the road. And uh, But somehow Peter while boarding the bus, left a drink near the driver at the front. It must have been when he was looking for a nickel or something in one of those small pockets in the front of his uh, trousers. While they looked for the drink, frantically, as they needed to get these boners for these pictures, they noticed that they were going down the Palisades Parkway, driving south real quick. They noticed that driver was holding an empty bottle of water and he was twitching around in the driver's seat a bunch. Oh no. He shuffled to the front as fast as he could, but Peter was way too late. The driver had a stiffy and he was furiously masturbating while complaining about everything he saw having a blue tint. Then the bus driver, he swerved out of control and flipped off the Palisades Parkway down a small cliff into a thick, deep, woodsy area in New Jersey. It was horrible. Bodies everywhere. Death, blood, fire. The few survivors left were badly injured, barely moving, all moaning. Pete and Justin, they lived, but like the others, they were badly beat up. They were not able to move. The fire, the explosion. Someone must have heard or seen it. Help must be coming soon. But, but no. The sun set and the moon came out. This was not looking good for the boomers on the bus. Pete and Justin, they began reminiscing of the good old days when all of a sudden they heard a loud rumbling in the nearby woods. It must be help. They were going to be saved. They could pull another prank. But no, it was Bigfoot. He tore through the trees like the smell of dying, burning old people was the bacon of life for him. He was hungry, and fogies were on the menu tonight. He bit off heads, sucked skin off arms, drank blood from the dismembered feet of these old people. Bigfoot was having it his way. 
Everyone was now devoured by Bigfoot, except for Pete and Justin. And Bigfoot seemed to be sleepy now, with a full belly, luckily for them. Passed out from eating too much right up in front of them. No one was going to believe this story. They ever got out of this alive. They needed evidence. Justin reached into his pocket of his trousers and whipped out his camera. He shimmied closer to get a good picture of Bigfoot's face. But while he was crawling through the blood and the mud and all the gross stuff, he came up to another head first. Bigfoot's dick. Pete pointed and giggled. He then threw his red marker at Justin and dared him to draw a face on Bigfoot's cock before snapping the picture. Justin couldn't back down. He swiped up the marker, took the cap off, and began drawing the eyes. He had a lot of room to work with. And then he finished the eyes. And then, when he was about to finish the mouth... We found love. Marcus Howard.
Why haven't you called yet to unlock free powers in your brain? Haven't you heard? Haven't you seen the results? Haven't you looked at the TV and seen all those people making money, becoming famous, wearing outfits you'll never wear? They all used the Big Brain Institute's powers of free, unlimited thought. You too could join into these powers, but you can't do it alone. Even though you will be able to use these powers within your own bedroom, to picture Michelle Pfeiffer naked in front of you as you touch yourself, these powers don't come free until you unlock them. So please call us at 917-719-5923 and for three tiny, tiny payments of $69.99, we will teach you to unlock these free powers that exist with inside of you. Don't you want to be the master of your own domain? Don't you want to masturbate in your own domicile? thinking about anything and having it become real, like Michelle Pfeiffer making me a grilled cheese sandwich as she sits on my face. Ah, please, don't be a loser. Call now. The Big Brain Institute is waiting in the sewers for you. Our scientists are standing by to take your money. Won't you enjoy the free powers that we all have within ourselves? for free. Once upon a time that hasn't happened yet, there will be a spaceship called the Infinity. And steering the infinity among the heavenly bodies will be the most heavenly body of them all, called Galaxina, a dream machine, transistorized and computerized to lead her space buddies across the farthest reaches of fantastic adventure with class. Venusian Thunder Ripple, 2001, great year, great. Galaxina, the beautiful. Galaxina, the untouchable. Galaxina, the invincible. She cleans. She cooks. She does windows and more. I've adjusted my temperature. I'm better than a human woman. What year is it? 3,035. I got 3,033. This thing's slow. It's party time on the planets with the beautiful people of the intergalactic jet set. Well, at least you're not two-faced. Well, you wouldn't have chosen the one you've got on. Tension to the fourth dimension as they dodge death rays across the universe. Good guys. Bad guys. Nice aliens. Mommy! Look at it. Huh? Hope you Nasty aliens. The name is Mr. Spot. 
Galaxina, Stephen Mock, Avery Schreiber, James David Hinton, and introducing Dorothy R. Stratton, Playboy's Playmate of the Year as your favorite gal, Galaxina. Whoa. Hi, everybody. Sorry, I was just eating a whole bunch of Reese's Pieces. Those were good. You know, food's good when you're drunk. And Nick Rat Podcast is good, too, when you're drunk. But only when you're drunk. Well, everybody, I hope you've... Uh, all enjoyed your time here. It's over. It's fucking the shit's done. Wait a second. That's only one way to look at it. One way to look at it is World War 420 is here. And it's over. The other way to look at it is it's never going to be over. Every every individual is going to be over sooner or later, but you could spread. You could spread if you want. If you don't want it, you don't have to. Fuck. I don't. I don't know what's going on. It's almost two o'clock in the morning. Come on, people. I'm. I drank like how many beers, Diane? I didn't have six. There wasn't six beers there. Murdoch. All right, fine. Let's go to let's go to five a.m. Here we go. Let me see how much weed's left in this pipe here. <sighs> oh, um, the Final Fantasy six remastered, pixel remastered came out today. I'll be playing a bunch of that in between playing the hunt. Love me some Final Fantasy VI. That was like a, the first game that made me learn what I was doing wrong. Because uh, uh, it was like the first game I beat. Like the first big game, I'd say. That was a pretty big game. Final Fantasy VI was pretty big. It was like at least 30 hours, I think. Probably more, probably like 30 to 40 to 60, some, somewhere. But either way, it was, it was a big, big, long game. And I never beat an RPG before. Like, I played, like, Secret of Mana and all that. But I only played, like, you know, like, first couple of hours of it. Never beat it. Final Fantasy VII was the first one I went through. And I I, did, I, f- I found out what grinding meant. Gr- grinding was something I didn't know. I didn't know how to do it. I played uh I played Ultima Online and I didn't know how to grind, but I played it for the role playing. I just went it was that was like the first MMO. So I was just going around talking to people like, hey, I'm gonna po- I'm gonna poison your bread if you don't give me some money. I was just fucking around. But uh but the, after I after I learned uh, how to grind, 
using Final Fantasy VI leveling up, level up, level up, level up. That's uh, so I learned how to play video games pretty much, uh, role playing games. Then I then I beat Crown of Trigger and uh, and uh, started doing better in in uh, Ultima Online because I, f- I figured out that I had to keep killing orcs constantly until I could go to trolls and then from trolls to liches. Either way. A lot, of, a lot of grinding, a lot of grinding. Uh, but I also just learned something about uh, get good, grind more. This is very true. Uh, I've, I, I'm getting better at the hunt from grinding. I put like 70 hours into it, and I could just run through it and uh, possibly get a couple headshots. Uh, but but for Final Fantasy VI, I, I, I didn't know this before, but the espers you equip actually add to your levels. So if you would like to get a better level on your character, you shouldn't grind at the start. You should only grind after you get the espers. Now this I didn't know. I didn't know that the espers actually added to your uh, stats. Trey from Philly knows about hanging with the team. So uh, there's a couple of... There's the... When you level up, you get more hit points and mana, but you don't get more uh, v- vigor. I think it's vigor and magic points. The only way to get more vigor and magic points is to level up when you have an esper, certain espers equipped. So if you're leveling up without having those certain espers equipped, you're not getting the most benefit. Asperger's makes you good at science. I thought Asperger's just made you really popular at the barbecue. Mmm, you taste that Asperger? Vigor. Vigor and meepy. You know what? I'm gonna... Sorry, Murdoch. It's two o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna play a quick tune on the harmonica. Then I'm gonna raid somebody's channel on Twitch. And then I'm probably gonna play some, uh, I'm going to bed. What the hell am I talking about? I'm going to go howl at the moon. I'm going to go howl at the moon. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Ah. We got one more song, though. I will be back next week. No worry, people. Look, no matter what happens, we're here. We're all here for a little while. And when we're not, you're not going to know about it. So it's nothing to really worry about, right? Uh, if, uh, it's don't try not to get sick. Try to keep your body healthy. Don't don't get pain, and uh, take it take it from there. Try to put yourself in the most comfortable situations as possible, for as long as possible. <sighs> yeah, it's like playing twenty year old games being remastered on uh, your computer. There we go. It looks really nice on the widescreen. I played it and they uh, scaled it up. Usually with the uh, emulations, they don't scale up and whatnot. But uh, the uh, it's ex- it's a little bit too much money though. Uh, let's we got the number sixes with the song Tina. We're gonna be back next week, everybody. Don't worry, don't worry up here. See you then. We're gonna learn something next week, maybe. What's that smell?
servo. Plus, plus. Sewer chat. Plus, plus. No agenda. Plus, plus. Ions plus plus? <laughs>